Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, September 21st. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Boise State Associate AD for Strategic Communications and Business Development Mike Walsh has created what is believed to be the first proposal for a promotion relegation system in college sports, according to front office sports Amanda Kristovich. The 22-slide PowerPoint presentation has been shared with athletic directors inside and outside of the Mountain West, as well as with Commissioner Gloria Navarez, who tells Kristovich, many, many folks are kicking around concepts of relegation-slash-promotion, or mega-leagues. This is probably the first I've seen of someone really putting pen to paper, and looking at it comprehensively. In the football-specific proposal, Walsh goes beyond the MWC and Pac-12 and suggests teams from the AAC, Conference USA, and or WAC could also participate. All other sports, including men's basketball, would remain in their current conferences for the purposes of maximizing the number of AQs for March Madness. Mountain West Commissioner Gloria Navarez joins Learfield University Partnership Group EVP Mike Hamilton to discuss the evolving role of conference offices, her work in regards to the Russell Rule, conference realignment and more. Navarez stating, what a lot of people don't know about conference commissioners is we have very little legitimate authority. There's only a very narrow vertical in which I could determine this is what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it. 95% of what we do is through a vote of our council or our board of directors. And that is serving up the information, trying to lead the group to a consensus and guiding the group to what I think is in the best interest of the league. So, really understanding the daily life on campus, the challenges, especially with athletics embedded so deeply in the academy of higher education, it's unlike any other business model. Most everyone else in the Mountain West other than Boise State grumbles about the Broncos receiving $1.8 million more in TV payouts each year, according to the San Diego Union-Tribune's Mark Siegler. Former MWC Commissioner Craig Thompson this week remarked, new, presidents and athletic directors, come into the league and don't know the history of it, and then it's June and it's distribution time and they say, wait a minute, how does this work? I'll leave it at this and people can interpret it however they want, I think it was unnecessary. You did not have to do that. Thompson recalls the origin of the setup when BSU and San Diego State's deal to go to the Big East fell through. And when they came back, they used that against me and said, well, wait a minute, we need this to come back. I told the board, you don't have to do this because they have no place to go. While the Broncos haven't enjoyed as much football success recently, Ziegler notes that in the last 10 conference championship games, those with BSU have drawn a 31.7% larger audience than those without. Broncos AD Jeremiah Dickey, the television viewership numbers indicate that Boise State is delivering value to the networks. Whatever the future holds for conference affiliations, I will continue to advocate for our value being recognized and rewarded one way or another. Now live on Connect. NCA Eligibility Center's Director of Outreach and Strategic Partnerships Glenn Terry and NCA Eligibility Center's Director of High School Review Sarah Overpeck join Connect and MB Sports's Matt Banker to share insights into the NCA Eligibility Center trends, including EC staff hearing from parents and high school prospects about the potential impact the NCAA transfer portal is having on college coaches' interest in recruiting high school prospects. So far this fall, the EC has processed around 80,000 certifications for freshman student-athletes. Also, less than 1% of Division I academic certifications this year have been non-qualifiers. Overpeck on financial literacy courses being considered as potential core course qualifying subject matter. We have seen or we've received the question with maybe more frequency lately as it's becoming a graduation requirement in a lot of states to have a personal finance course for high school graduation. 
In some cases, it's framed as financial literacy. It just depends on the state, so we've received those questions increasingly because of that trend at the state level and that's certainly something we've started to discuss with the high school review committee. The US Federal Reserve voted to hold interest rates steady at the current 22-year high, and Fed Chair Jerome Powell noted that officials didn't need to decide yet whether to lift rates again, but projections alongside a statement from the Federal Open Market Committee suggest another hike is coming. Powell clarified by explaining, really, what people are saying is, let's see how the data come in. They want to be convinced. They want to be careful not to jump to a conclusion. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, September 21st. We'll see you back here this afternoon.